The world is nervous. NATO is nervous. But Russia insists there isn't anything going on as they move tens of thousands of troops to the Ukraine border of Eastern Europe. We know what happened last time. My prayer? No more war. Last month, Russia made the news that their computer-generated profiles had flooded some of the most popular groups on Facebook. And now the troop buildup has NATO warning to Russia that they will back Ukraine if anything should happen. In 2014, Russia took the Crimean Peninsula from Ukraine by force. Are they seeking to take the Russian-speaking part of Ukraine next? Well, let's pray there's no conflict, no needless death. We know it won't happen in this life. Sin is still with us. But we know what the end looks like. The celestial city has no sin, no war, no death. So we can pray. Christ's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series that we started yesterday called Pilgrims on the Way. As I've walked with the Lord over many years now, I've had to come to a painful reality. It's painful to discover that even your best isn't good enough. I was working hard, trying my best to love my wife and my family, trying my best to honor the Lord, yet I still had troubles. Despite all my hard work, nothing was ever perfect. And maybe you would say I needed to change my expectations and realize nothing would ever be perfect. Well, that's true. In a fallen world, nothing will be perfect. But it's painful to realize that your best efforts can't save you, that putting your best foot forward is still not good enough. It's only when we realize this that we'll see our need for a deliverer. We need to find that place of deliverance. Well, today we're going to talk about the deliverance that only Christ Jesus can offer. And we'll do that in the context of a story written almost 350 years ago called Pilgrim's Progress. John Bunyan wrote it when he was in jail for his religious convictions. And he's helped so many who've read it over the years to see our need for Christ as we pilgrim through this life. In a moment, I want you to hear a scene from the brand new adaptation based on the classic story called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. It's a moment of redemption read for us by the book's author, Tyler Van Haltren. And recently, we met up with Tyler in Cambodia, and we asked him why he decided to retell this classic story of Pilgrim's Progress for kids. 2020 is a crazy year for many reasons, and the world just seems to be getting darker in, in various ways. And I thought, what if I was to leave, if God was to take me home, or if, if I was to die, what would I want to leave in my son's hands? And really, the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, I would love for them to have these books to, to be with them, uh, to leave that, you know, a sense of legacy, but to equip them for the journey ahead. Because one of the things I think not many Christian books deal with for kids is suffering, difficulty, trials. How can our kids face those and stand strong? And mm -hmm. in the Pilgrim's Progress, the, there's many trials, many difficulties he faces. And yet it always points him back to the, the king, uh, trusting mm -hmm. in the king. The king is with him. The king will strengthen him. The king will help him. And that's what I want my kids to, to remember. Tyler Van Haltren, 
We'll be back with us in a moment to read from his new book called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. I love the heart of what he just said. He wants this storybook to help children better prepare to face the difficulties of life while strengthening their faith in Jesus. And Tyler, who's a missionary in Cambodia, has done a masterful job publishing this book with a cloth hardcover and gold foil print that gives it kind of an heirloom feel. And everyone will be captivated by the full-page illustrations that help bring the story to life in a fresh new way. I want to send Little Pilgrim's Big Journey to you for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. This is the sort of Christmas gift that will have an impact on the life of a child, or even someone like you and me, for years to come. So after the program, call us, won't you? Call us at 800 654 2836. That's 865-HAVEN. Or go online, see the illustrations, watch the video about the book, and then make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And a quick reminder, as we're getting started, we still have the Manger Mission activity set with the storybook about the wise men and the wooden nativity set. Help start a new tradition in your home or the home of someone you love that leads to Jesus this Christmas season. Ask about it when you call or watch the video explaining it when you go online. Now, we get to hear some music, and we open with Jeremy and Adrian Kemp. Whatever I face, whatever the fear, whatever the cost, you always draw near. Whatever the pain, whatever may come, Whatever may fall, your love overcomes Your love overcomes I will call, I will call upon you Whatever I face, you are with me I will fall, I will fall on my knees For every heartbreak, you will hold me Neither death nor height nor any life could ever come. 
They are husband and wife. Their names are Jeremy and Adrian Camp. And that's whatever may come from their worship project. Here on Haven Today, we're in a series this week called Pilgrims on the Way. I'm Charles Morris. Just like the character Christian in the original Pilgrim's Progress, if you're a follower of Jesus, then you're on the way to the celestial city. I know fewer and fewer Christians who seem to care about heaven and the new city today. But that is where we are going, if we are in Jesus. That's where Christ is leading us. And just like Christian in that old story, we need to realize that we aren't going to get there by ourselves. We need to find deliverance. In Bunyan's original Pilgrim's Progress, we met this hero named Christian, who was living in the city of destruction. He had found a book that told him he needed to flee the city before it was judged by fire. As he read the book, he soon discovered that he had a large burden on his back. In both the original version and Tyler Van Haltren's adaptation called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, Christian cries out, Oh, what can I do to be saved? Eventually, he meets a man named Evangelist, who shares a note with Christian from the king himself that encourages everyone to flee the city of destruction and come find refuge in the king's city. I'll keep you safe and secure forever. Evangelist then points Christian to the king's home, which is called the Celestial City. I'm sure that sounds familiar to many of us who've read Pilgrim's Progress, and if you know that Christian faces all sorts of trials and temptations, even as the burden on his back gets heavier and heavier, there is one great moment when everything changes, and that's at some place called the Place of Deliverance. I want you to hear this wonderful moment as Tyler reads it for us from Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. Christian ran, longing to make it to the place of deliverance. On both sides of the path were great high walls called salvation. His legs were sore and his body ached under his burden. He was determined to be freed from it at last. He ran until he reached a hill where he saw a large wooden cross. His book told him that the king's son had died on this cross so that little pilgrims could be freed from their burdens. Christian's eyes filled with tears. He thought how much it must have hurt the king to send his only son to die, and how much pain the son must have endured while dying. Christian stood in wonder. I lived my whole life in the city of destruction. I continually disobeyed the king. I never once thanked him or showed him any love. I'm a poor little pilgrim in filthy clothes. Why would he do this for me? As he drew nearer to the cross, the straps on his shoulders snapped, and the huge load fell off his back. It rolled down the hill, picking up greater speed until it fell into a large pit, never to be seen again. Christian beamed with joy. He was finally free. His heart was so full of love for the king's son. He died so I can live. He was broken so I can be made whole. He endured the worst to give me the best. Christian sang a new song. I came to the cross with the burden of sin, for none could remove all the guilt held within. What a wonderful day! I've been covered by grace, for the King sent his Son to die in my place. At the cross I am free, here my burdens released, here my shame has been thrown in a bottomless sea. 
That was Tyler Van Haltren, the author of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. It's a new adaptation of John Bunyan's classic Pilgrim's Progress. He wrote it mainly for a younger audience, but it speaks to us all. At least, I believe so it does to me. Christian was desperate for deliverance. But everywhere he turned, there was danger. Not to mention the boulder of his sin on his back. And that's all of us. Just like Christian... Even our finest efforts to bear our sin, to better organize our lives, to make everything seem okay, everything's going to fall flat. And just like Christian, it hurts. But the place of deliverance is where we find true freedom. The book of Hebrews puts it this way. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily besets us or entangles us and let us run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. And what I'm reading to you is from Hebrews 12. Here's verse 2 now. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Life can feel like a dark alley. Danger lurking around every corner. The road is narrow, and we may feel tempted to jump the wall and take a shortcut. But this is clear. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep running to him. Yes, your sin weighs you down. It easily entangles your feet, but jumping the wall won't help you. As Christian had to find out, the way is narrow that leads to life. Instead of looking to the left or looking to the right, our call is to fix our eyes on Christ and just keep on running to him. And when we do, we'll find what Christian did, relief. Jesus said it himself, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. What did he mean? He meant anyone who is worn down by life in this world, your sin, your circumstances, the sins you've had to endure from others, weary, heavy laden, tired, come to Jesus. He said, come to me and I'll give you rest. You'll find rest for your soul, your sin forgiven. Now that's not a promise to take away your circumstances, but Jesus gives you a light in the darkness and strength in your weariness. And that's what I've found time and time again as I've walked with the Lord. When I run by myself, or try to, trying to deal with my own problems on my own, I get weary pretty fast because I just can't do it. And then it hurts. But when I look to Jesus and I run to him, his spirit, the Holy Spirit, gives me strength. I find perseverance to keep running. And in the process, I find rest for my soul. Every one of us is on a journey. We're on the way somewhere. You're either on the narrow way that leads to the place of deliverance, the cross of Jesus Christ, or you're on a very wide way that leads to destruction. How can you tell? Where are you looking? That's the bottom line. Where are you looking? Who have you placed your faith in? And of course, there are times in all our lives when we look to ourselves and try to bear our own burdens. But for those of us who follow after Jesus, we can't do that for very long. We know we need deliverance. We need a Savior. 
And Christ is that Savior. He is strong. He is able. And He can bear your burdens. And until we realize that, we'll stay far away from Him. Our finest efforts are still not good enough. The weight of our sin is still too much. Our problems are too great. But we know who's greater. And that's what we learn as Pilgrim is on the way. And there are three facts that we need to remember. The first is that the road is hard. Having Jesus changes everything, but it doesn't make everything perfect. We all will walk through heavy times, dark times, even scary times. Being a pilgrim on the way doesn't mean we get to bypass these, but it does mean that we have Jesus with us. The second fact we have to remember is that we won't find strength anywhere else. The reason is we're weak and we need help. And Jesus is the strong one. He's the only one who can bear our burdens. And it's only in him that we can find strength to live our lives of faith. As we look to him, we find strength to continue on our way. And that brings me to the third fact we have to remember as we come to Christ at the place called deliverance. And it's that we will surely make it to the end. That's the beauty of the gospel message that Jesus Christ gives to us. He won't let us fail. He sustains us all the way to the end. And we'll be with him finally at last. At the cross, we see him by faith. In the new world, we get to see him face to face. We're pilgrims on the way. But by faith in Christ, our way is secure. We need this deliverance. And now that we've been delivered, Jesus will deliver us safely home. So keep running. Keep looking to Jesus. Keep on running. I can't say it too many times because he will give you the strength you need on the way. Weary traveler Beat down from the storms that you have weathered Feels like this road just might go on forever Carry on You keep on giving But every day this world just keeps on taking your tired heart is on the edge of breaking Carry on Weary traveler Restless soul You were never meant to walk this road alone How'd it all be worth it? So just hold on Searching Heaven's healing's gonna find Where all the hurt is When Jesus calls we'll lay down All our heavy burdens Carry on Oh, weary traveler Restless soul You were never meant to 
Someday soon we're gonna make it home. 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 Gonna make it home. We travel restless soul. You were never meant to walk this road It's a song called Weary Traveler. I think he pronounces his last name St. Cyr, Jordan St. Cyr, on a haven today called Pilgrims on the Way. I'm curious if you're one of the many Christians who has heard of John Bunyan and Pilgrim's Progress, but you just haven't read it. I used to be in that category, so when I finally read it, I was so glad I had. Yes, the older English style... It's a very old book, can be a bit daunting to comprehend, but that's why I'm so glad that we have found Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. The heart of Bunyan's story is still there, but it's been rewritten in an easier-to-understand style, and it's been brought to life with stellar, full-page illustrations, page after page, and of course, it is geared for kids, but... Hey, I've been reading it. I have a feeling this is going to be like the Jesus Storybook Bible, where so many adults read it and find that they are blessed right along with their children or grandchildren or children of friends. I want to send you a copy of this really well-done hardcover storybook for your gift to Haven Today. Your gift will do a couple of things. It'll help us keep sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And when we send you or someone you love a copy of the book, they will get to hear the great story about Jesus as well. So would you call us right now? And the number you can call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, look at the illustrations, watch the video about the book, and then make your gift at haventoday.org haventoday.org and if you want us to send this directly to someone else someone you love as a Christmas gift then give us their name maybe even a little note along with their address and we'll ship it out for free ASAP just before we go we still have the manger mission activity set with that sweet storybook about the wise men and also the accompanying wooden nativity that children can play with It's a great family tradition that you can start this year that points to Jesus. Something every family needs for this Christmas season that is starting not too many days from now. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you make time and come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. 
Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. The words of Jesus in Luke 10, 18, bursting onto the scene much like a lightning bolt. His words go back to a heavenly scene, perhaps described for us in the book of Isaiah. The prince of heaven tried to cast himself higher than the Lord. He was arrogant, so the Lord cast him down, and he fell like lightning. Jesus was there, just like then, even now, Jesus invites us in. Not so we can be exalted or so we can boast. He invites us in so we get to bear witness to his grace and see his working miracles. Humble yourself because God grants grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.